Welcome to PNP, the Partners in Positivity podcast, where Ashling Burnett and myself, Sarah Harty, warriors of EBP, SBP, DHBs, that's emotionally bulletproof, spiritually bulletproof, divine human beings, aim to wake up and shake up the nation through positivity, humor, and shared wisdom. Guys, welcome, and I just want to say it's episode 67, and it is about time that we recognize some of you for leaving such beautiful reviews for us. Um, thanks for sharing what the podcast has actually done for you, and that can help people who want to listen, and it also helps us as a podcast. So if you want to leave a review, you can. I'm just going to share some of the lovely ones that we received now. Gillian McGann said, love this podcast, fills my soul and brightens my day. Give it a listen. Don't be afraid to talk, said a very optimistic conversation for the morning. And another amazing one from Rachel Kelly. Listening to the latest installment from Sarah and Ashling transported me back home and I felt as if I was sitting at the kitchen table with them with a cup of tea. I adore how they share parts of people's stories and it's so lovely to listen to. I am lucky enough to have received one of the bears Anne talks about in this podcast. I forgot I had it with me and I took it out last night. So comforting. Such a beautiful listen. Can't wait to hear more. Thanks so much, everyone. Woohoo! Thanks, everyone. They are gorgeous reviews and so grateful that you got so much from it. So today we have a special guest with us and her name is Ava Hennessy. We actually had Ava on the podcast episode 31. So if you do want to know more about her background and what she's up to in the world, please go back and listen. We're so grateful to have Ava on the show today and we're going to discuss three things. One is going to be for us, what it means to be emotionally bulletproof. Two, we're going to chat about how many emotions there are. And three, we're going to chat about the emotional scale. Maybe you've heard about it before, maybe you haven't, but we hope you get something great from this. So ladies, let's get straight into it. Emotionally bulletproof. Have you heard of the term before? What does it mean for you? Mm, like I have, but I don't know. I don't think there is like a definition, is there? I wouldn't say so anyway. Yeah. Like for me, mm -hmm. I think being emotionally bulletproof is just actually being aware of your emotions because we all have them. And I feel like sometimes it's, um, you know, someone gets really angry or really upset or like really triggered by something. So maybe they're just not really aware of like what's going on. So I feel like it's okay to have emotions and feel them. Yeah. And I think when you're aware of them and you know why you're feeling them, then you're emotionally bulletproof. That's so nice. You're not reactive, you know. Yeah. But it's totally normal to do that as well. Like, we all have our moments where we do react. <laughs> yeah. But I always had this thing in my head when I was younger that I didn't like um, people getting the better of me. Mm -hmm. So I used to push everything down. You know, like, if someone did something to annoy me, I wouldn't say it. Mm -hmm. And it would build up and build up and build up. And now I'm just at a point where if I'm not happy with something or if something is upsetting me, I'll just say it. Yeah. And then it's easier to resolve it then. That's brilliant. Yeah, use your voice. Like, yeah. yeah. Say how you're feeling. 
yeah what emotions you're yeah, having yeah and i feel like mm. um a lot of irish people don't like direct conversations it's mm-hmm. like we're all so afraid of upsetting each other that sometimes people think when you're being direct you're being argumentative but you're actually not you're just saying the truth yeah whether that person meant to upset you or not like yeah yeah <laughs> so i always just say to my friends like if i do something that ever annoys you or upset like just yeah. tell me because i don't want to do that mm. so that's yeah. nice actually that you're able mm. to say that to your friends mm-hmm. let you know like yeah yeah i think that's really important for me being emotionally bulletproof it means so much to me now doing the podcast and all the work i've done with my own emotions over my lifetime but i was just thinking back when i asked that question to when did I begin to understand what emotions were and you know what comes to mind is when people say like oh be the bigger person Mm -hmm. and I'm like what does that mean but we kind of intuitively or innately know what that means sometimes Mm -hmm. we do and sometimes we don't but definitely it's the whole like respond or react you know are you going to succumb and react to someone's behavior or can you choose your response Mm -hmm. and I suppose, be the best version of yourself in that moment. But it's a very difficult thing to do. And I think what you said was great about your awareness of yourself. That's the first point. Yeah. Like some people are unco- unconsciously yeah. caught up in the emotion. But well, then to I be aware is... I say, like, you know, people that have anger issues or whatever, yeah. that's like their go-to reactive emotion to things. But they're not really angry. I feel like they're hurt. <coughs> and it yeah. triggers that in them. And that's their response. Mm. So I think that, like... And as well, I feel like me and my friend talked about this before but like the mental health services in Ireland aren't the best and if you look at like maybe your parents generation there was no such thing as getting help for your mental health so all that stuff is internalized I think that's why we have such a huge drinking culture as well it's like people are just carrying around all this stuff that they don't know what to do with Mm. you know so I feel like people are reactive because they've never learned anything else like mm, yeah you know it's okay yeah. to feel your emotions especially men I feel yeah and it's great even to see that that change has occurred from one generation to another that now there is much more help mm-hmm. I know it's not perfect but mm-hmm. there's definitely more you know, yeah yeah and there isn't such a, a taboo around it as as there was I suppose in a way mm-hmm. what about you Ash yeah so I think for me it means that recognizing that we have all the emotions um when you're being emotionally bulletproof that could mean just saying that you need help with something or if you're really struggling go and get the help that you need um last night i was thinking that one of my friends is starting um a new little venture where she is going to be helping people in an alternative way in alternative therapy and I just thought in my mind all the different alternative therapies that I've tried <laughs> um, from yeah. counselling, psychotherapy, reflexology, EFT, reconnective healing. And I thought, oh my God, I've, I've actually done so much. But yeah. it, it just helped me through all the times that I struggled. And being emotionally bulletproof, I think, is acknowledging how you feel and then finding a way to deal with it. Like Brilliant. Yeah. That's so important because mm-hmm. you can know how you feel, but like I'm very open about dealing with depression and stuff before, but I feel like there was a time where I was depressed and I was just so in it that I didn't really think about looking for help. I was just stuck in a cycle of feeling down mm. and depressed and anxious. Yeah. And then it was like, maybe sometimes you're not ready to go to therapy because mm-hmm. that's a really hard thing to do. Like it's not yeah. easy to talk about all those things, but you know, 
I go to therapy every week now and I think it's great but it's just looking back at the difference of knowing that you're not not feeling good but just kind of sitting in it and not acting on you know feeling better yeah there can be like a level of confusion with it Mm -hmm. for a while like Mm -hmm. as well like it's natural I think Mm -hmm. Mm. that's brilliant so we're going to talk more in the next parts of the series about like transforming your emotions how Mm -hmm. to get back up the scale and things like that but if you have to summarize what we just chat about with the what is being emotionally bulletproof Mm -hmm. does anyone have a one sentence that you could share yeah and it comes from our pmp positive prince (laughs) value yourself enough to acknowledge how you feel and do the thing to me to commit to heal yeah Mm. Uh, i think just being aware of your emotions it sounds simple but because for a long time i wasn't Mm -hmm. i'd be walking around in a mood all day and i'd be affecting everyone else and being like what is wrong with me and then it would hit me two days later that one thing that happened was annoying me so much but because i used to push everything like to the back so i wouldn't have to think about it it was i was internalizing it all so for me it's definitely having an awareness of how i'm feeling yeah thanks ladies okay cool so just to summarize what you said ash your one liner is value yourself enough to acknowledge how you feel and commit to heal it even rhymes that's lovely and then Ava you said awareness just simply be aware of your emotions mm-hmm. yeah brilliant so ladies I know that none of us I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, had any education around emotions and what they are and how many there are in primary or secondary school but since you became an adult could you identify a couple of emotions? How many emotions do you think there are? I have no idea. But mm-hmm. I feel like when I think of emotions, I think of the, the main ones for me, which are the obvious ones, like happiness, sadness, anger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like that's That would be what I would think of anyway. Yeah. 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 I think um, somebody helped me to open my mind a bit on this a good few years ago like there are a lot of emotions and um, but ones that i loved that they mentioned was like awe and wonder like they're really positive ones um especially if you're out in nature when you're in a state of pure awe i've no idea how many emotions there are but there's some really beautiful ones mm. <laughs> what makes me laugh about this is you know on facebook is it you can say Sarah Harty is feeling and then you can choose from all the emotions and I was like I wonder are people getting their education from, from that now <laughs> but um, I have different images I've just seen graphs or scales mm-hmm. in my mind and that's I think where my mind reads it from mm-hmm. but I read somewhere that there's at least 27 emotions and I know when I started reading books about this I definitely only had two or three in my mind mm-hmm. at that time I was thinking I couldn't describe my emotion or you know I'd always pinpointed to like anger or love or fear or hate or whatever it may be. So that leads us on to our last question, which is, do you know what the emotional scale is? And could you share with the audience? Yeah. So there's two emotional scales. The first one that impacted me was from the book, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. And basically they're talking about like, you know, becoming empowered and if you're in a place of pain and how to move out of that. So it was a really basic scale and it was on one side pain and on the other side power. 
and then somewhere in the middle so every day you would look at the scale and you would say to yourself where am I like am I am I in a place of pain am I kind of moving more to a place of power am I feeling really empowered or it's just really good and simple to gauge where you're at like yeah I wouldn't have really had a clue but in my head I suppose a lot of emotions are like like you could link them into different like if you had to separate them, mm-hmm. you know, like love and happiness and joy and then you'd have yeah. hate or fear, you know. Yeah. I feel like you have the negative emotions and the positive mm-hmm. emotions. Not that any are wrong. They're just, they're just emotions. But yeah. Yeah. And I never would have even thought about it before. So it's like interesting to talk about because even when I'm sitting here, I'm like in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, that's another one. A shock. That's an emotion. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The shock tactics. I was like, there's only three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when you sit and let them surface, then mm. it's very interesting. And then we've labeled them because I know some some words have negative and positive connotations depending on mm. how you feel about them or your experience of them in your life. Um, and that's there's no right or wrong with this anyway. Mm-hmm. For me, with the scale is the first thing to note is that there's up and down, high or low. Like there's two opposite sides. sides. Mm. So I always think that we definitely can identify where we are in a moment at some part of the scale and do we want to try and help ourselves to go up or mm. are we going to fall lower and what does that mm-hmm. look like but what gave us a laugh actually about this scale from a lady we listened to called abraham hicks is in her scale the middle one is peace or contentment mm-hmm. yeah. so that's the middle of the scale like some people like yeah you're indifferent kind of yeah yeah and she would say, like, if you're having a bad day, just meditate, relax, whatever you can do to get back yeah, to a state yeah. of just pure peace, like mm-hmm. not to reach up high on the scale. But I was thinking, I always have that middle mark in my mind mm-hmm. that peace is there in the middle or contentment, like, mm-hmm. you know, and I could go either side. Mm-hmm. So I think the scale is, is very helpful to realize that there's one there and then we have a range of emotions yeah and that's it really and I feel like as well like I wasn't sure if I'd say this but I feel like it's coming up naturally but when mm. I was a child like growing up we weren't really allowed to express how we were feeling and it's not like I just feel like as an adult now I know that my parents weren't emotionally mature enough themselves to deal with our emotions so I kind of grew up then pushing everything away and not thinking about things. And if something bothered me, I'd really like hang on to it. But, you know, I said like mm. I didn't know what I was feeling. I couldn't really figure it out. So I used to do this thing where I'd be like, oh, I can't have a bad day or if something upsets me, I just need to forget about it. And mm. now I'm in a headspace where if I'm having a bad day, I'm like, OK, I'm giving myself the next 24 hours. I'm going to wallow in it. This is only my own thing that I do. <laughs> I'm going to stick it's on Netflix. Up and just yeah. have a total chill day mm. and if I need to be sad I'll be sad but then I'm not dragging it on to tomorrow yeah. tomorrow I'm getting up and I'm being back to normal again yeah so I think it's just like that comes back to being aware of how you're feeling yeah. you know so I know it's like oh get out of the bad mood or whatever but like some days it's hard yeah <laughs> it is <laughs> 100% I used to love with mm. you like years yeah. ago when we lived together you'd come home I've never seen you in a bad mood but you'd be like, right, I'm going for a run. And you'd run off the bad mood and you'd come back and you'd be lighter. Like <laughs> That's brilliant. I can't even remember that, but I definitely yeah. do that. I just thought yeah. it was brilliant. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm very bad when I'm in a bad mood. I affect everyone around me. I'm like, 
<laughs> and I know, I know I do it, but I can't help myself. I'm like, Ava, do you want to come on a run with me? <laughs> That's great. I didn't even know that about myself. <laughs> oh, fantastic. That's a lovely share. Thanks for that. Great. And there was one other thing we wanted you to share because it was oh, brilliant before we started yeah. this. Um, was about a book that you read. Yeah, so the the talking about being emotionally bulletproof reminded me of a book that I started reading last summer called Becoming Emotionally Bulletproof by a woman called Evie Pomporis, who was um, a Secret Service agent, trained in the military, uh, was a police officer, was actually around during 9-11 when that happened. Uh, I mean, in the middle of it happening. Mm -hmm. And she talks about how her training um kind of shaped her to be able to read people and trust her gut instinct and how you know like your mental state can really save your life sometimes because when you're in a panic it's hard to focus um so it's just a really interesting book on how to become mentally stronger and uh yeah just definitely a good read I don't know why I went completely silent there, but <laughs> <laughs> just to respect what you said, I think mm. I do that sometimes, actually. I did start reading it on a plane, mm. though, and I was like, actually, do you know, I'm, actually, I'm not going to read this right now. Um, maybe yeah. something a bit more lighthearted. <laughs> I'll save that. <laughs> reading about 9-11. I'm like, mm, actually, you know, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> oh, fair play to you. Thanks for reading it and sharing it with us. Well, great wisdom comes from sharing, like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, super. Okay, that was great. So that's all from us today for, from part one of our four-part series with Ava Hennessy on what it means to be emotionally bulletproof. Tune in next week for part two. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of our Partners in Positivity podcast. It means the world to us that you've tuned in. We hope you put a smile in your face or made you laugh. Maybe you got a little bit of wisdom from this or hopefully you want to take an action in your life based on something positive you got from listening to our guest or listening to us. We absolutely, absolutely value the work that we do and we are going to continue to bring you more episodes week on week. If you don't know already, we do have a Kofi donation page and it is ko-fi.com forward slash partners of positivity, kofi.com. Feel free to donate and we are so grateful for anyone that has donated so far. Thanks, and thanks to each and every one of you who's tuned in on audio and on YouTube to listen to us, to share all your good energy with us. And thanks for everything that you've done, whether it's a like on Instagram, sharing the podcast, nice comment, a review, coming and meeting us in person on our PMP hikes. We just love it all and we are so grateful and we cherish and adore each and every one of you. Thanks so much.